I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. How's it going, Ben? Good morning, man. Doing well. What about you? Sweet. Awesome. I'm good. It is uh, Thanksgiving here in the U.S. today, so I have the day off. Ooh, nice. And uh, I'm going to eat some turkey. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that should be good. A little relaxing. Have today and tomorrow off, so don't have to go to work. So I'm going to take advantage of that. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be fun. That sounds, sounds great, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have a feeling, um, and that feeling is that I think this is going to be a longer podcast episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Fair warning. So it should be good. <laughs> it's probably going to be a bit longer. <laughs> yeah. So let me give just a little bit of a, a summary of what it's going to be so that you guys can follow along and, 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 uh, know kind of beforehand what we're going to talk about. Uh, but we have some updates on some of the things we're we're working on. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, the Bootstrap Boost uh, finalists a little bit. Uh, those people that came through. Uh, I think you have some stuff to talk about with Tiny Log, um, and then we're going to both make an announcement <laughs> at the end <laughs> and talk about that a little bit. So, yeah, lots of stuff to cover here, right? Yep. So you okay, want to get so, us get us started, or should I? <laughs> I think I think you should get us started. All right. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share the basically talk a little bit about the sales process of how the tiny lock sale uh, went down. <laughs> it was actually pretty unspectacular. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably good when it comes to uh, yeah <laughs> uh, acquisitions. Yeah, that's true. So we like basically we just jumped on a on a call and went through some code and quickly agreed that it, it looks all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, well then we just, you know, like sent over like a DocuSign agreement and transferred money and ownership of the GitHub repo. And actually that's that's almost it. Like <laughs> um, we then just figured out like if we could transfer the server, it's like a droplet on Hetzner Cloud. Um, so that was a little bit of a, of, of, like it was a little stressful to get that transferred, but it it was possible in the end, and so um, the buyer didn't like have to set up the whole server again and can keep the configuration and everything in place, which is kind of cool. Um, mm, nice. And uh, yeah, I think everything that's left to do now is just transfer the domain because I had bought it so recently that it's actually not possible to transfer it yet. <laughs> um, oh. But that's like not a big deal, I guess. We can just do that when, uh, when that period is over, and yeah, it it just worked really nicely. <laughs> that's awesome. So you guys both looked at the code and you're like, okay, this is good. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> so did you? So you you moved it to a different host then, just like a, a the server to a host that he wanted, I guess. No, it's it's actually the same hosting company, and so he had to create an account with them, and then he could basically grab the server and transfer it to a different account on the same on the same platform, so to say. Um, mm. Which is kind of cool because then, like, literally, he's just like the, the moment that I transfer the server, he's basically paying for it, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm rid of it, right? <laughs> mm, yeah, that's nice. 
that's cool that they have that in place yeah it's also service. zero downtime that's pretty good actually <laughs> yeah hmm. did you have to uh give him the tiny log twitter handle uh we haven't talked about it but i will offer to do that when we talk about the domain because i have no use for it anymore right <laughs> yeah yeah cool well that sounds like that went pretty smoothly yep <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, you definitely don't want like a horrific story with acquisitions, and that's just a mess. If you you want it to be a a, a pretty uh, boring story. <laughs> yeah, it just went as smooth as the whole thing, I guess. Like the like how the whole deal came to be. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Sweet. What else? Um, I mean, there's a lot. Uh... So I'm wrapping up loose ends left and right here, <laughs> um, finishing some projects on the day job. And um, actually kind of a big news is that I will be um, cutting down by another day from my day job next year. Uh, so I'll Ooh, have, yes. yeah. <laughs> so probably That's Thursday awesome. and Friday will be uh, spent on my own things. <laughs> And I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Um, like the I had some mixed feelings, uh, like letting people down and uh, <laughs> not being super sure, like if I'm doing the right thing because it is kind of a risk, right? I'm leaving money on the table there, but I'm also super excited um, now that I've thought about it more and actually went through with it. Uh, actually, super yeah. excited for spending that time on uh, on the new project and. Um, keeping keeping open kind of the the option to do some freelancing on the side yeah um, yeah but yeah no, no plans to quit entirely i'm really happy with the outcome actually like it's i can just live frugally and invest in my own future in a way <laughs> at the same yeah. time have this steady income it's it's a pretty nice place to be in <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's pretty awesome because you can invest in your own dream instead of investing in someone else's of what they're building. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you said it's kind of risky, but I mean, as long as you're able, you know, with the, the income you make, like you're able to pay for your expenses, I would guess, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we have like, you know, like <laughs> in our household, we have kind of this situation because Melissa got laid off two months ago um and so there are a lot of unknowns and it is kind of a little bit of a risk doing this right now kind of adding to the unknowns right <laughs> mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but i don't think like there will ever be a perfect time to do it so i might just as well go through with it right now <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's a little risky but um you, you know as long as you have those those main things paid for um with your yeah three days a week yeah, um, that's enough should be pretty plus, good plus savings i'm i'm just over worried about it like overly worried <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's that's really exciting um yeah so you said that you feel a little bit like you're letting people down so like at at your day job you feel like you're letting your team down like like that you're just not spending enough time there that that makes you feel bad yeah, in a weird way, it's pretty much that. <laughs> um, like there there are certain types of tasks that are just always on my desk because I'm the dude who can handle it uh, best. And now there is like mm -hmm. the, there will be some restructuring, uh, I think, about who 
has which responsibility in a way and you know like one day of a week is you can kind of um make up for that i feel like the first day that i took off but now the second day that will probably have a little bit of a bigger impact because if i have like a huge client that i um you know bring from zero to finished project um that's going to be a little bit harder i feel like i should probably not be the the person involved with the first meeting and everything i should probably be the person just cranking out the uh, the work in like in the back <laughs> so that's yeah. that's probably going to shift a little bit and yeah i'm i mean i'm a little bit afraid to let people down a little bit there um but i think if it is structured correctly or better <laughs> uh than right now we can actually pull that off without much uh much hiccups there yeah that's good i remember when I went part-time with coffee pass, um, I kind of had the same feeling and there was kind of like this feeling of like, Oh, I'm, I'm kind of now showing everyone that I, my ambitions are really to do my own thing. (laughs) And, and so you kind of feel a little weird about that where you're almost kind of like telling everyone you work with, like, I kind of don't want to be here anymore and I kind of want to do my own business. Yeah. And it just feels a little, a little bit weird. Yeah, I was actually afraid my employer would take it that way, but it's like it's not even I I don't know. I do I do still enjoy my day job. I like that it's uh different tasks, different clients. So there's there are some real upsides there that I will not get working on on a single project all the time. <laughs> um so it's kind of the best of both worlds for me right now. Um and I I I really don't want to quit right now. Uh even if I could, I would probably not I don't know if I would do it right now. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's that's a good thing. Yep. <laughs> you so, you like your current option, which is what you have right now. So be content yeah. with it. Yeah, I think I've made a pretty good decision. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So what went down with uh, Bootstrap Boost this week? Yeah, so basically I, I picked the five finalists. Um <laughs> and shared those who those were so went through like the 100 applications it actually didn't take too long i think <laughs> it maybe took me a couple hours to go through those and and pick the the five finalists um so i thought it'd be a little fun to kind of talk about each one and kind of why i picked that one like why oh, i was yeah. kind of interested in that That's good. um and maybe we can talk a little bit about their what they're doing too because i think i think some of these are pretty cool um so the first one is called Freddy Feedback. Um, I think Juiced was is the one who's making this. And why I thought this was really cool is this is like something I'm really interested in. Um, it's it's almost like what I was going t- down the road of doing with User Engine back in earlier in the, in the podcast episodes, where I was trying to get like do something to get feedback from your users and make tools for that. And that's kind of what he's doing. Um, with Freddie feedback. And so I thought that was really cool. Like, you know, it'd be kind of fun to work on someone else's project, kind of see what they're doing with an idea I kind of had earlier um, and see how that's going and see if there's ways I can help. Cause I, I think it is really a cool problem and an interesting problem. Um, so that one really interested, interested me for that reason. And actually, so kind of how I thought about this was with all five of these, kind of the main thing I was looking for was like, 
one, do I think it's like a good idea that like could go somewhere? And then a part of that is like, is it something I am interested in or care about, like that I would enjoy working on? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then the third thing that I really looked at was what's their, like basically what do they want me to do? Like, is there a really good fit for me to be able to help them and kind of give them a, a good boost? Um, and so a lot of that kind of looked like, you know, if they're using a tech stack that, I know really well and is what I like to use, then that was like a pretty good fit. And so I think almost all five of these are in that uh, kind of area where a lot of them are using like React and JavaScript and Node.js and kind of the same stack that I like to use. So I think that's good because it'll be more bang for the buck or whatever um, (laughs) when I I try to help them out. Um, So yeah, Freddie Feedback fit into that pretty well. <clears throat> and then the next one is waitlists. Uh, I think Banny is her name. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, but this one's pretty cool. I think it's another interesting idea of just like helping uh, early stage businesses grow their waitlist. And, and they try to kind of gamify it um, to kind of, you know, make people want to join the waitlist, kind of uh, grow that. Um, and I think it's still an early access, so I'm, I don't think there's necessarily a product you could go out and try right now. Um, but they actually launched it, so maybe there is a, pro- a product actually, because they launched they launched it on Product Hunt, and it was like first of the day for that day, and had oh, like thirteen hundred votes or something like that. So that was pretty cool to see that like they got some some interest with that. Um, so I, I thought that was a really cool idea and I, I like like the, the target user there for wait, wait lists. Um, okay. The next one is called Hyperjump, hyperjump.co and Dustin was the one working on this. Um, let's see if I can remember this, this right. So it's basically a way to kind of send out automated um, marketing messages to users on Twitter, I think. So it's kind of like, from what I understand, it's almost like some machine learning to be able to search through Twitter and find people that might um, make sense for you to reach out to for your business. Um, So it's kind of like a little marketing kind of thing. Yeah. Um, So I thought that was like, I thought it was really interesting um, because... I was like, oh, I actually might use something like this. Like, it seems like a good, like, channel to kind of explore. Like, you know, if if people are mentioning certain tools or things on Twitter, they're probably, they could be a good person for me to reach out to. Yeah, Like, even with, like, Support Man, like, if people are talking about Intercom and they just recently talked about it, like, that could be a good person for me to DM and see if, like, they'd be interested in what I'm doing. Things like that. Yeah, kind of like SparkToro where you can basically discover uh, where your audience is hanging out and <laughs> who they are and, you know, based on URLs and I think also Twitter profiles. That That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was cool and um, seemed like um, a fun project to help with. Um, okay, so the fourth one is Video Up, I think it's called, and that is Pierre, Pierre, maybe it's just Pierre. Um, working on that and um, yeah so what this is is basically a loom competitor Um, 
except it's on mobile. So like, I think it's just like really easy to like take videos of, of you like talking on mobile and then like send it to your customers or things like that. But it seems like the, it's kind of the same use case as loom. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think there's definitely some room for some competitors there because like loom's doing really well, yep. you know, if they can differentiate this a little bit way, like, you know, focus on mobile or things like that. There's different businesses that could probably benefit more from that. So I thought that was a pretty cool, cool project. Um, so there's that one. And then the last one is called Hero Stream. Um, and this is made by Holger. And so what Hero Stream is, is basically it takes like a long form video, like like um like a video like of someone like playing a video game and then it it shortens it down into like a highlight video of like the highlights of of the whole of the whole thing oh that's cool um yeah so i think it's using some some ai to kind of go through videos figure out what's a highlight and and pull it into like a highlight reel um so i thought that was a pretty cool idea and um i definitely can't really help with the machine learning part i don't have experience (laughs) with that um, but I think he's like redoing um, some of like the front end of his dashboard and stuff in Next.js, and so I thought that that made a lot of sense uh, for me to work on. And yeah, he he, I think it's a pretty cool, pretty cool idea. Like I can see a lot of like Twitch streamers wanting something like this, and then like repost on YouTube or you know things like that. Um, so yeah, th- that's the five that I, I whittled it down to. And so this next week, I'm going to be on a video call interviewing all five of them. And uh, so yeah, it should be fun. I, I don't know who I'm going to pick yet. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good list. I mean, that's that's going to be hard to decide, right? Yeah, I think it could. Yeah, it could be hard to decide. Um I mean, I think at the end of the day, like I like pretty much all the ideas and all the things they're working on. So we'll probably end up, you know, choosing something that just, you know, makes the most sense for me to work on, like where I can help the most and they have like a project that makes the most sense there. And yeah, yeah. Something I can just see myself enjoying. Um, So yeah, that's probably going to be my criteria for who I end up choosing. Sweet, man. That's, that's an exciting list. I'm curious to to see who you go with yeah yeah we should find out next week so should be should be fun sweet okay cool um do we have anything else we're going to talk about i forget if and and other than our our little announcements um nope good to go (laughs) announce announce away (laughs) yes exciting (laughs) um so yeah what do you, do you want to go first since I just I talked for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I, I can go first. I'm afraid I'll, I'll take too long, but... <laughs> uh, take your time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this one is this one is something I've thought about quite a lot. Um, not entirely sure about the name yet. We can just leave it unnamed, but I do have a name in mind, which is called... Like, I'm calling it Early Fans. Um <laughs> And it's kind of like a marketing automation conversion optimization thing. And um, mm. yeah, 
Um, I kind of want to explain how I landed on that and also what it what it's all about in a way. Um, because it's it's yeah. like a bigger thing, but it also is made up of a bunch of small bets in a way. So the idea is to have this kind of a platform or hub of different modules or products you could call them. Um, like you, you could uh, have like a wait list, you could have personalizations on your site, uh, notifications showing up, forms and automations. Um, and they all kind of tie into your existing user data and they will be like a little on-site widget um, handling that. And all of those little modules basically are kind of small bets around the same topic, which is you know marketing automation or conversion optimization. Um, and I've been talking about that with a bunch of people for probably one or two months now. So the idea evolved into different directions actually. And this is what I landed on uh, because I think it provides most value for the folks that I've been talking to. And I also think, and that's for me probably more important right now, It it's really interesting for me as a topic to, to go after, um, because it's something I really suck at. Like I really suck at marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out on this. <laughs> I really suck at it. Um, I have a use case for it myself where I could just implement stuff from it with Playgroup and learn from it. And that's that's like a big part of it is that I just think I strive when I learn things and when I'm curious to, you know, get, get better at stuff. Um, and that's that's pretty much why this might be just the perfect topic for me to dive into next year. Yeah, that's that's exciting. I think I feel like there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, um, probably. <laughs> the first thing I'm thinking is I, I really like the idea of like bundling those like little small tools together. Um, Cause you know, it's almost like bundle like there may be some competitors in some of these spaces um but if you bundle all the like the different ones together and just make a really nice way to do this like it'd be just a really good solution for people i think um and uh so i think that's cool um i feel like so you listed some of them can you go a little bit more into detail kind of like some of the like what like one of those tools would look like yeah, so the list is not like final, but I'm kind of looking at our journeys or entrepreneurial journeys in general and looking like at the early stages. So you would probably start out with a wait list, like you have a landing page and just collect email addresses. Um, and then you also want to like capture testimonials. Uh, so you want to have like um, maybe a live chat widget. You want to be able to reach them via email. Maybe you want to have forms early on. Um, and then if you, let, let's just say, I'll, I'll start with like an automation module that is always in there. And then you can basically pick different modules depending on the stage you're at. So you, you would start out and you just grab the uh, landing, you like you, ha you have a landing page and you just grab the uh, waiting list module. And then you combine that with, let's say another module that is like show, show, showing pop-ups, like personalized pop-ups basically. And somebody signs up on your wait list, which is then kind of tracked by this early fans thing. <laughs> um, and then you can set up automations for that. Like, you, you know, the person now, 
Um, and you can track if they look at the page again and show them a pop-up once they look at the pricing page for the fifth time, um, or you send them an email, like basic marketing automation in a way. Um, and I really want to focus that on um, not, not so much on the classical, like that's what most people or most companies do is focus on email or uh, text message outreach um, in a way, like automate that and then just send the right message like right message at the right point. Um, mm -hmm. But what I'm really more interested in is showing stuff on the page, like show testimonials, um, you know, like have people on the wait list at some point being able to reach out to them and then just have the conversation in your back end and being able to transform something they say into a testimonial that can automatically be displayed on your page. Um, just like you said, basically like have this one central point um, where you can use all those tools in a way. And I think there is some real value if you just have this one central point and you can pick and choose which module you need at which point in time, and then just have that data uh, throughout all those modules, like being able to send automated emails like you could with, uh, I don't know, ConvertKit probably. Um, but also being able to show like, you know, you know, like show, uh, a different pop-up if somebody watches the pricing page for the fifth time in three days or whatever. Um, and you, you can also like think of it as be like, like being able to track anonymous users as well. And then being even better with it. If you already have customers in your application and being able to identify them, um, have a name for them, personalize text on the page, um, Mm -hmm. kind of like that i hope that like <laughs> i can draw like a vague image of what this should be about <laughs> yeah no that that makes more sense it seems like it's a lot of i mean it's kind of i mean it's a lot of different things kind of combined together um yeah um so it seems like that could take a while to build <laughs> yep <laughs> uh yeah that that's what i meant with like it's like a central topic and then small bets kind of building around that same topic and if if like those modules don't really resonate um it's probably easier to just kill them <laughs> um or mm -hmm. you know like talk to early users of the first couple of features and see where they would imagine the product to go next and build from there but it's it, it should probably be around the same topic um and i, I think that has some advantages <laughs> uh like i'm, I'm yeah not, jumping between different projects entirely, but I still get the benefit of building different things maybe. Yeah, I feel like there's some advantages with, you know, it building off itself. So, you know, there there's kind of like multiple mini products that, um, you know, if, if one's helpful, most likely some of the other ones will be helpful. And at the same time, it's almost like you're gonna, it's gonna force you to build it in a modular way to where you can kind of like, just get rid of things that aren't working like pretty easily. Like, oh, this module isn't really yeah. working. I'll stop yeah. working on that. Um, oh, this one's working really well. I'll, I'll keep that one around. Maybe focus a little more on that one. Um, so I like that. that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I've I've given this probably more thought than I should have, but that also allows for modular pricing in a way, uh, depending on the value that people get out of those modules. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just really like the idea. I'm pretty much in love with the whole idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, also because like you were saying, it's kind of like 
fixing it, it's solving some problems that you have yeah. and that like you know it's it's definitely kind of scratching your own itch solving something that um you also face which i think is is good for that reason to make you excited about it and passionate about it yeah i mean you can 100 percent dog food with the whole thing and i think i know a lot of people <laughs> who struggle with the same thing um and i think it's like an audience that i've I've built up over the last year and that I can reach fairly easily. So I have some, I already have some, and that's like coming, coming from last episode, maybe <laughs> that's like a huge difference to tiny log. So I can already think of at least three different channels. I could automate, uh, to reach folks who this can be interesting to. And also because I've already talked to folks, like to potential customers, actually. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly confident that there is demand for this. There's also, um, like if you would go on a sales safari <laughs> and just look at what's out there already, um, you, you can already see that there's demand for all of those little modules that I was talking about and having them in a central place can be a real advantage and then being able to modular, modularly choose which one you need and maybe then turn some of them off over time because you don't need them anymore like at some point you might have outgrown the um waitlist feature you just turn that off but you still keep all the data and all the signed up people in there and then you just mm -hmm. turn on another module uh let's say uh i i don't know maybe you want to do some surveys <laughs> You just turn that on and you have you have collected names then you can send out personalized surveys to everybody on that waitlist right and you're only paying for the survey module at that point but yeah i mean there's a lot to explore still but i think the value that you can get out of this is pretty big and i love the audience yeah i love the small bets that i can still keep up um yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I like the idea of like having the data in the same place because like obviously that's a huge problem. Like Segment, if you know that company, like that's basically all they do is like getting your the data to all the other platforms you're using. Um, and so like in some way they're doing that already, but like this would make that such a easier like experience, like user experience where you're not having to connect all these different things together through Segment or whatever else. And you can just use kind of these tools that you need that are you know you're you're building them more so for i guess like the early stage founder to later stage and they can just kind of grow with it and almost you could like grow the tool with your user base like start on starting in the early phases and then kind of grow up from there um as they grow which would be kind of cool too and and their data just kind of goes with them which would definitely yeah. be be nice like you're saying yeah 100 percent um and you're also like it's also kind of competing with spreadsheets in a way because i have talked to two two people who actually told me that they have some automations with with zapier set up sending stuff to airtable or uh or just keep like keeping them in csv files in the end um, just to have them saved away in a, like in a way uh, in a central place <laughs> Which is always like a good sign if you can like remove that stuff and make it easier to use the data in a way. Yeah. 
Sweet. That's, that's exciting. So you're, you've started working on this a little bit. Like, have you started building already or have you mostly just been talking to some people? Uh, yeah, so I did, did a lot of talking, um, <laughs> which is probably good. I kind of forced myself to do that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And I did start like a little prototype because I wanted to see how I will fit that complexity into a UI. <laughs> I think that's, that's a challenge actually. Like you have a lot of events that will be flowing around the whole application. Um, <laughs> and if you have like all those modules, you want to keep like, you want to keep them in check <laughs> and be able to, to see like what modules actually turned on, which is off. How do I go from A to B? Like, is there a central place where I can see all the customers I have right now, or potential customers? Can I mm -hmm. jump on conversations with them? Uh, yeah, there's a lot to to do <laughs> uh, from a UI perspective alone. And also for the backend mm -hmm. part, it's probably not the easiest task to plan ahead for all the modules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I will... Uh architect my system to handle everything <laughs> yep <laughs> now, now you know why i need the second day off next year <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it will definitely be interesting to hear you know just in the the, the future episodes like how you're how you're going to handle all this and uh, how you're going to design it that'll be fun uh, yeah i'm I would love to be able to finish the waitlist feature and then use the waitlist feature for the product itself. Like that would be, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that means that you'd have to have the waitlist feature before you get any customers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could be fun though. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely dog fooding. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think uh, I think more on that uh, next time. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Um, oh, one last question I had: Are you planning to kind of do the same thing as you did with Tiny Log, like building in public, making the cool little videos and things like that? Yes, but also no. Like I, <laughs> I won't share as much probably, but relevant stuff and building a little bit of uh, anticipation yeah for sure like that worked pretty well uh, i want to keep that going but also maybe not take so much time to do the videos and everything so probably more on the quiet side but share share enough i guess <laughs> nice it's kind of a different approach i guess like i've, I've given this some serious thought and it's uh, for me, it's a different way of approaching it entirely, I guess. <laughs> Wait, so how, how, how so, how is it different? Well, because with tiny log, I just, you know, I just went to building straight away. I didn't talk to anybody. Mm. I didn't yeah, do anything yeah. beforehand. And now it's like, I have this two month planning period <laughs> where I was actually looking for a project that fits me and my interests and what I can and can't do, what motivates me. And, you know, like I have given this some serious thought which I did not yeah. do with tiny log before. So yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, that would be, yeah, it would be cool to kind of see the results of that. Like, you know, if you do really enjoy this project more and feel like it's a really good fit for you to work on, um, it'll be kind of a good case study on that. 
Yeah, man, imagine me learning marketing. That would be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd no, be awesome. I'm, ex I'm excited, man. I'm, I, ca I can't wait to get going with this. Yeah. Sweet. Anything else on, on that update? Nah, I just want to hear yours now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty excited. I have a new project I'm working on as well, and uh, it's called Potion. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited about the name. Um, but <laughs> basically, it's a it's a well, so it's 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 evolving of what it actually is going to be. But basically, the idea is that it's going to be a website builder built on top of notion um and uh so i'm pretty excited about it kind of what made me come to this was i really like the notion tool like i use that for my own notes and stuff like that and i also just kind of felt like maybe there's a wave there like notion seems just kind of be like everyone's talking about it people love notion um there's they have like a really uh, good kind of almost like fan base which is <laughs> that, kind of a not normal for I mean, <laughs> like tools that's that's more of a tsunami than it is a wave actually <laughs> uh, yeah i think yeah, maybe that would be good yeah I, I think so too um so yeah i was kind of starting to think like okay what could i build on top of notion because the other thing is they have an api coming out i think it's going to be it's supposed to have come out this month uh just like a beta version um so i i feel like there's just going to be lots of cool things that are going to start coming out for notion integrations and things like that so i was starting to look at like what i could build with that um and some of my first ideas were kind of like tying together some of what I've done with support man and bringing that into notion. So kind of like ideas of like bringing metrics and data from different platforms into notion. So it's kind of where the team is at already. Uh, some things like that, <clears throat> but I really kind of started leaning towards a, le a website builder. Um, mainly for the reason that like, I feel like it, it fits what I, basically it fits the kind of customer I want to serve um, and, and kind of similar to you. Cause I, it's kind of funny. Cause I feel like we're kind of coming to the same place. Like <laughs> I feel like we both really want to serve other entrepreneurs and founders. Like, I don't know. Like, I think that's, what's that's, you know, those are the, the people I like to hang around, you know, and those are the people I like to talk to. So if I can build a tool for them, like that's awesome. Um, and so, you know, a website builder and, and tools kind of on top of that, that uh, make it really easy just to build a, a website and kind of get a project started is is I think definitely the kind of like founders I like to work with. I mean, even like what I'm doing kind of with Bootstrap Boost, like it's kind of in the same, same you know, helping those kind yeah, of people. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about that because, you know, it's also kind of like the dog fooding, like you're saying, um, that you're going to be able to do, like, I'll definitely be able to do that. Um, I'm kind of planning that my, my website, once I have the website, it will be built with potion. Yeah. <laughs> so like the, the landing good. page website and stuff. <laughs> so that'll be kind of cool. Like using my own product like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about it for that reason. I think, 
it yeah it just makes me more passionate about it and and actually that's kind of showed <laughs> a little bit and just how much i've worked on it <laughs> recently <laughs> um because yeah i've been working on potion just the last two weeks so i just started building it two weeks ago um and was a little bit quiet about it just because i wasn't sure like if i was actually going to do this or not wanted to kind of figure it out first um but yeah now now i'm definitely gonna talk about it and share uh what i'm doing in open now that like okay i'm gonna do this um and i'm really enjoying it so far because uh, yeah i've what i've been doing is probably about every other night i'll stay up to like 3 a.m <laughs> working on it <laughs> oh, um, boy. and then like even this morning i um got up and started working on it at 4 a.m <laughs> <laughs> Hold, so, hold, hold on a second. <laughs> so, so we are in so such different time zones, but yet every time I log into my work Slack every morning, like it's nine a.m. or eight a.m., and you're still up like all the time. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, actually. Like you're you're pretty excited about this. I can tell. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see how long this this goes, <laughs> but I'm trying to kind of take my motivation that I have and just kind of run with it. Um, yeah, that's surprisingly, cute. I haven't like been walking around like a zombie. Um, <laughs> I haven't been like dead fried. Like I, I feel like I still have energy even like during the day and stuff. I've definitely had a time or two where I was like, okay, I need to take a nap. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, like I've just like, I feel like I've been pretty, pretty normal and that's pretty crazy for me because i typically sleep like nine hours a night um oh, wow. <laughs> which is pretty good amount and now i'm sleeping maybe well i'll sleep like nine hours and then the next day i'll sleep like four and then the next day nine and then four so i kind of like tick tock <laughs> back and forth um but yeah we'll see how how that goes <laughs> yeah i mean a month I, from now i do like the idea of using that initial drive to to get a get a kickstart <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah so that would be cool um so yeah kind of the idea is allow you to almost use notion as like the building box for your website so you can build up kind of what your content is in notion and then um potion will add some magical potion to it and kind of turn it into a website that will be statically hosted and I'll I'll host it for you you can add your own custom domain um so yeah the first pr version will probably be pretty simple where really it will just allow you to host a static um notion website that will you know have better seo have like faster page loading than like the public notion docs and allow you to have your own custom domain maybe even custom fonts so kind of like basically just be like hosting notion for the most part on your own yeah, um, with yeah. better seo um and then after i get that you know i'll that will be what i'll launch with is the plan and then the plan is to kind of build onto that where within Potion, you can kind of like change the design and the style of your website. Um, and I don't know, there, there could be lots of different things I could do with it, um, kind of like building onto a website. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily know where I'm gonna, I, I guess I'll see from the feedback, like where it makes sense to go, but like I have some different ideas on like different like tools and widgets that you can add um, that, are needed for 
basic websites that uh, either either most likely yeah for like startups and and SaaS businesses um, so they can make their website pretty easily. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I, I guess it's kind of like in the in the the no code movement as well. Like yeah, building a a website without any code. Um, so I mean, it's it's it will be competing with quite a few things. Like there's you know lots of things that help you build a website, but I think the differentiator will be building it specifically for people that know Notion. And you know, if people know how to make cool like templates and documents in Notion, they'll be able to just get a website up, you know, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, like I think I'll even like another dog fooding thing I can do is like even move over my blog to using Potion and just do all my blogging through Notion. Yeah, um, yeah. That's I think that would cool. be kind of fun. Um, the other thing I really like about it, kind of going back to my user base uh, or, or who I like to serve, is I feel like it's like the perfect fit for the kind of uh, marketing that I could be good at. Um, I think I could be good at, which is like I could, well, one, there's like a, you know, a lot of people that are, are using Notion. Um, so I could basically make content that like helps uh, people. Well, I guess there's two different kinds of content I can make. Basically content with how to do stuff well with Notion, but then also more like entrepreneurial kind of content. Um to like help other people start their businesses and things like that, because those are the people that would benefit from using Potion. Um, so like I could see like making like YouTube videos and things like that, um, which I, I definitely enjoy creating that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and so I, I, I really like that. It's interesting, man. Like, first of all, the name is pretty genius. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's gonna make it easier. Um, so I'm, I'm curious about the segment that that you're seeing this in. Like it's it's like prosumers, right? Do you think you could reach companies with it? Are companies like actually? I don't even know. Is there like like? I mean, there are team plans for Notion, I guess. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely the prosumer space, which I think. Another thing, like I think the prosumer space is a is a growing space right now. Like you know, kind of what you're doing yeah, with Play yeah. Group, and there's just lots of growth there. For uh, sure. Everyone's wanting to start their own business nowadays. I think. Yep. Um, so I really like that. So it's definitely kind of targeting there, but I I do think there are some plays to kind of go up market to B two B companies as well, which they do actually use Notion. Also, like people use Notion now for like all their project management um, within Teams, and they they have ways to like share documents and and uh, you know Teams do all their documentation through it. So there's definitely a lot of companies using Notion, um, and so I think there are maybe some ways I could go in that vertical as well. Um, I think that would maybe a later stage thing, but yeah, I, I mean you don't have to, right? <laughs> Right. I, I think there's some good opportunity there though. Like, um, like one of the, one of the things I was thinking, I've seen some people use notion for like their help docs. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen that. That's, that's true. Yeah. And so I could see like potion, like really making that a lot better, um, for those companies and they could use it for help docs. Like, 
I don't know, you could like add ratings so customers could like rate pages and, and keep track of all the feedback on pages and some analytics. And then you could like add like being able to search um, help docs and Notion. Um, I don't know, there's lots of cool things I could do there that could kind of go specifically in that vertical. I've also seen some companies use Notion for like um, their like careers pages where they like have like their job oh, yeah, listings job, and things like yeah. that. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, man, it's interesting. Like, there's there's a lot of potential there. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like, yeah, it, I could kind of um, build it to some of those needs, um, and they could host it through Potion. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, there's just a lot to kind of figure out. Um, obviously... I'm making the kind of the first version first and um, I'm going to build that in open and public, um, which I think is also fun. Like that's something that I've, I've wanted to do. I just didn't really think makes sense. I mean, I guess technically we are building all of our stuff in open. I mean, we're talking about all of it here yeah, kind <laughs> on <of>. the podcast, <laughs> um, but like, I, I kind of want to just be able to do more of that, like sharing videos and sharing what I'm working on on Twitter and stuff like that, which with this, I think makes a lot more sense because yeah. the people following me on Twitter are more in this kind of niche of entrepreneurs and bootstrappers and stuff where with support man, like it, eh, it just never really made too much sense. Cause yeah. I was more so was... selling to companies, bigger companies yeah, exactly. that are, yeah, like uh, support teams and stuff like that yeah exactly i think that's the perfect the perfect audience to do like a real build in public like i did with tiny log because those folks hang out on twitter you, you see notion threats on twitter like every day um yeah I, th I think that's a great idea to do that with 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 exactly this project um i, yeah. I think it's interesting that you chose to build on another platform again is that intentional <laughs> <laughs> um kind of i mean i definitely like <laughs> the idea of building on a platform and and i and i i think that worked you know decently well with intercom um i think i more so just saw like i think there's like i said like a wave with notion where it could make a lot of sense and i could kind of attach myself to that wave and just ride it hopefully just throw um, a potion in the water <laughs> <laughs> yeah right um so yeah i think that was the main reason i was looking at it but i i do think it makes a lot of sense for solo entrepreneurs just because like if i was gonna build a web builder a website builder all by myself like there's a lot more i'd have to build there <laughs> yep where notion kind of does that some of that part for me um so i i think it really does lend itself well to like just making the problem that I'm solving just a little bit smaller and the amount of things I have to build is smaller, uh, which fits well with me working on this by myself. So yeah, I, th I think, I think it, it works out pretty well. <laughs> I love how we kind of came to the same conclusions at the same time, yet we were like <laughs> different directions in terms of how much, do I want to take on in terms of development work? <laughs> That's interesting. 
Yeah, you're like, give me more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like crazy man again. And you're like, I want to use a platform. Makes it easier. <laughs> it's just, I get like, it's smart, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think it's also cool that we're both, we're kind of focusing on the same target audience. And I think that's cool. Um, I guess I've always wanted to kind of serve this part of the market. I've just kind of gone away from it because I feel like it's also a little bit risky just because, um, you know, the, the basic advice is work on your own problems. And so then all these entrepreneurs come <laughs> and like basically build tools for other entrepreneurs because yeah. that's their problem. Yeah, it's circular, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So then there's, there's so many products, um, out there helping basically people start companies and I mean, it's great because, you know, now you can actually start a company way faster than you probably could, like even just two, three years ago. Um, but it is kind of a, a pretty loaded space. Um, and so I've kind of stayed away because it's like, oh, that's kind of kind of a hard space. It's it's but, you know, also bootstrappers and early stage companies aren't usually willing to spend much money either. Yeah, that's true. Uh, which is a little bit risky, I think, with Potion because, at least for the early stage, you know, if I if I go up market to bigger businesses, I can charge more. But it's probably going to have to be pretty inexpensive, um, especially the first like version of just you know basically being a Notion hosting uh, like website builder kind of thing. Um, but yeah, at least it's like it's one of the core things that. Uh, people starting businesses would be willing to pay for is their website and hosting it. So <clears throat> hopefully, hopefully it's okay there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the price point is definitely going to have to be lower than like support man. I'm, I'm not going to have a $50 plan yeah. most likely. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Actually, it's, it's funny because uh, as I mentioned, I've, I've been talking to a bunch of folks about the idea and obviously I'm, I'm talking to other bootstrappers about it as well. Because I want to always like I'm always fishing for opinions. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And one thing that I've that I've heard multiple times, like people warning about, you know, like don't don't build for like bootstrappers, <laughs> like don't yeah, build yeah. for for what you're doing in a way, which makes total sense. I get it. Um, and I I think I can actually like humble beginnings and start with the entrepreneurial journey, like waiting lists. Uh, but also move 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 up quickly, right? Like have different modules that make more sense for mid or later stage companies, uh, because that's also like when you have customers and you can integrate that with your marketing automation. That's where it makes most sense and provides more value, I guess. If if people are anonymous still or on your waitlist without a name and everything, that's less value for you to actually make use of that automation. So. I, I thought about that as well. Like, yeah, it, it makes sense to to target that audience as well, I think, because I can reach them and because waitlist is where it all starts too, just like landing pages. Um, so it, it makes sense, but there is definitely potential to go for bigger companies quickly. And that's kind of what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think with it, like, like you're saying, like you can kind of grow with the company. So maybe when they're starting out, you're not making a ton of money off of them. Um, but if they are, you know, starting to succeed because their business is going well, they're, they're doing well with using your tools, then they can kind of grow into some of your later stage tools 
that they do have to pay more for. Yeah, um, and it's cool. almost it's almost like having this funnel, almost like a free plan or something, where you're just like bringing in the new companies, and then once once they're bigger, then they're still your. I mean, that's kind of how Stripe grew too. Like they grow with their companies and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yep, makes sense. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we should probably wrap this up because I think my computer is about to die here soon. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, there's just one more announcement and that's just uh, I'll not be on the show for the next month. So December I'll be gone. Basically, just because we have some things coming up in the coming month here. Uh, and I want to just spend some time chilling at home. <laughs> um, Sounds good. I'll, also like just recharge a little bit wrap up everything that's still still running right now and then jump into the new project probably doing yeah, that yeah. like next week <laughs> yes. but yeah yeah so we'll kind of have like a off month for december i may do like one solo episode or so uh i don't know we'll see what happens with that but yeah it'll kind of be an off uh month for product journey um so yeah, thanks. Thank you all for listening, and hope you enjoyed this this longer episode. Um, otherwise, we'll see you in the next episode. Uh, see you next year. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>